0: Our dear old Star Trek has delivered a wealth of fantastic moments throughout the franchise. As the show's gone on, writers and producers have managed to get a little bit edgier in what they're able to pull off, allowing us for some wonderful moments in terms of story and visuals. In the movies, there were of course moments that would shock and awe us and of course cause controversy in the Trek sphere for years to come. A show shouldn't hinge entirely on shocking moments, looking at you Game of Thrones, (laughs) Yeah, but having them peppered throughout it definitely adds a bit of nice spice to that strong narrative stew, something that Star Trek has managed to deliver in spades time and time again. Hello, I'm Marcus Bronzy, this is Trek Culture, and here are 10 of the most unexpected moments from Star Trek. First, honorable mention for the Enterprise, self-destructing. This should have been one of the biggest and most heartbreaking shocks in all of Star Trek's history. The USS Enterprise, the original and beloved ship that had carried our wonderful Kirk and crew through all of their travels and adventures, is sacrificed above the Genesis planet. Except, they not only put it in the trailer, but they recut it within said trailer to make it look like it was destroyed by the Klingons. It would possibly be fair to say that the shock actually comes from how the Enterprise was destroyed, but let this stand as another example of giving away a bit too much in a trailer, which for me is a personal gripe. All that being said, it's still hard not to feel a sense of loss all of those years later seeing our good old Enterprise go. We salute you. Number 10, the Romulans join the fleet. In Star Trek Deep Space Nine's fifth season, the Dominion War was fast approaching, brought forward by Gul treachery against the Alpha Quadrant. The alliance between the Cardassian Union and the Dominion spells dark, dark times and the Klingons are quickly beaten back out of Cardassian territory. The Federation Task Force and the Klingon fleet begin to dig their entrenchments around the station, preparing for battle in the episode In Purgatory's Shadow. It was one of the finest episodes for building tension in the run of the show. What the audience expected was possibly the beginning beginnings of a standoff between the Dominion and the Federation. What they did not expect was for an entire Romulan fleet to decloak beside the station and then ask to join in to fight against the Dominion. It was a cheer and punch the air moment as the Romulans, long time adversaries of the Federation and Klingons in particular, had been one of the major powers in the Alpha and Beta Quadrants. For a moment, it looks as though victory against the Dominion was all but certainty. Number 9. Two ball cubes are destroyed, just like that. The Borg had long been known as one of the most terrifying and unstoppable forces in the galaxy. However, in Star Trek Voyager's third season finale, Scorpion, the episode opens with one of the shortest cold opens in the franchise's history. Two Borg cubes, which should spell curtains for anyone standing in their way, approach an unseen vessel, crying out their usual warning, you know, we're the Borg, we're gonna assimilate you. Wow. Then, out of nowhere, weapons fire and obliterate the cubes, stunning us, the audience, as Tom Paris asks what could do that to the Borg. Well, it set the scene for that threat that Species 8472 posed to the galaxy, kicking some of Voyager's best episodes and ropeiest CGI into gear. Number 8, the Federation Embassy on Vulcan is bombed. In the fourth season of Star Trek Enterprise episode The Forge, the Federation Embassy on Vulcan is bombed in an attempt to frame the Cyrenites. They're a breakaway group of Vulcans who wish to return to the teachings of Surak. What is the most shocking about this is that it results in the death of a character who had been in the show since the very first episodes, our beloved Admiral Maxwell Forrest, played by the lovely Vaughn Armstrong. It was a cruel blow to Archer and the audience as well, as he had been one of Archer's greatest Supporters. and to be frank, I think he deserved a bit of a better send-off than that, but hey ho, that's how it happens. He did go out as a hero though, saving Ambassador Soval's life. Now that's important because it further encouraged the prickly Vulcan to come round to the idea that humanity did have more to offer than he and the Vulcans originally thought. Whilst it may not have been the greatest ending for the character of Forrest, the scene was a proper shock in Enterprise's final season. Number 7, Rescued by the Klingons. Star Trek Deep Space Nine's sacrifice of angels always appears on any battle ass moments in Trek lists for several obvious reasons. The entire battle sequence between the Federation and the Dominion is a spectacular one. However, from that entire episode, one moment stands out above the rest. The USS Defiant, pushing hard through the fleet, is hunted by several Jem'Hadar fighters and it looks like for a moment it's going to be overcome. And then, out of nowhere, a Klingon fleet saves the day, decloaking and opening fire on all Dominion ships that they can. Worf's hail to the Defiant, apologising for being late, is just the icing on the cake of this fantastic and fantastically unexpected moment from Star Trek. Number 6 – The Destruction of the Odyssey This moment from the close of Star Trek Deep Space Nine's second season was one of the most jaw-dropping moments from the entire franchise up until that point. The USS Odyssey is destroyed after a Jem'Hadar fighter makes a suicide run directly into the deflector dish, obliterating both of the ships. Choosing a galaxy-class vessel for this scene was careful and deliberate, in the same way that presenting a broken hull of a Constitution-class vessel at Wolf 359 had been. We had followed the adventures of the Enterprise-D for several years up until this point, and visually, at least, watching an identical ship fall to the enemy in such a short time was crushing. It also served to hammer home the point that if Captain Picard had been present at that battle, he would have met the very same fate. There's only so much defense a ship can put up against a kamikaze run. The Dominion had arrived, and Star Trek would never, ever be the same again. Number five the arrival of the USS Enterprise. Whilst it had always been planned behind the scenes to end the first season of Discovery with the introduction of the USS Enterprise, no one was prepared for just how beautiful the new design was going to be. The Kelvin Universe redesign of the Matt Jeffries classic had both passionate fans and also some staunch haters, yet the John Eves redesign for Discovery seems to be almost universally adored. As she swooped into view in that final episode, the crew of the Discovery were shocked into silence whilst the audience were overjoyed to see not only the ship herself, but confirmation that Discovery was now going to come closer to the franchise in such a great way. A fantastic close to the first season and a fantastic moment of utter delight. Number 4. Tasha Yar is killed. I mean, poor Denise Crosby. In the first season of Star Trek The Next Generation, Tasha Yar was introduced as a no-nonsense security chief, ready and willing to go into battle to protect the Starship Enterprise at all costs. However, despite some small scenes from time to time, nothing was particularly done with her to give her more of a reason to exist, other than to push buttons and open hailing frequencies. So, deciding she'd had enough, Crosby threw in the towel and told Roddenberry that she wanted to leave the show. He in turn felt that killing off the character would have the greatest impact on the audience. In a way it did, Yara's killed by arm as some oily slick who is a manifestation of evil for no reason. I mean, It's just like a sudden ending to her character, which was of course the point, but it still came as... A bit much of a gut punch for the audience, really. Thankfully, it would not be the last time that Denise Crosby appeared on the show, though. Which leads me on to number three, Commander Sela. Now thanks to the events of the third season episode of Star Trek TNG's Yesterday's Enterprise, Tasha Yar was given a proper send-off as she travels back in time from an alternative reality to aid the Enterprise-C in its final mission fighting the Romulans. There, she was taken captive and a Romulan officer takes a shine to her. She is kept as his concubine and they have a child together. Well, we kind of all know what that means, doesn't it? That child is Sela. Now that's where the relationship to humanity ends, because Sela may look and sound like Yah, but when she steps out of the shadows in the closing moments of Redemption part one, this was a moment that took viewers completely by surprise. Sela is actually a character who very well could return. She was left alive at the end of Unification part two, and though she hasn't been seen since, with Star Trek Picard focusing so heavily on Romulan activities, the time may be right for Denise Crosby to return to the franchise once again. Number two. The Defiant is destroyed. Star Trek had sacrificed main hero ships before, yet usually it came at the end of their long careers. I mean, the original Enterprise self-destructs after 20 years of service, burning in the atmosphere of the Genesis planet. It would have been really nice if that hadn't been spoiled in the trailer, but I'll get on and I'll, I'll, I'll move on. Anyway, the Enterprise D was destroyed in Star Trek Generations, which again felt sad, but organic, and it went out in spectacular style. The loss of the USS Defiant was something else entirely. Coming as the Dominion War was reaching its final days, the producers knew that they had to do something to prove to the audience that the Federation wasn't out of the water yet. They knew that this close to the end they weren't going to kill off any main characters, so instead the USS Defiant was put on the chopping block. The scene is startling and upsetting as that tough little ship, that little one had weathered so many disasters along the way and it was taken out in the opening moments of an admittedly brief battle with the Breen Dominion Alliance. It's hard to believe that this happened, even if Starfleet replaced her soon with the USS Sao Paulo, which they then renamed the Defiant because you gotta have a Defiant on your team. That ship kicks ass and it's a badass name as well. This scene stands as one of the biggest shocks in all of Star Trek, hitting the viewer right in the heart each and every time. Number one, Picard is assimilated and then Riker gives the order to fire on him. This one is deep. Captain Picard is assimilated by the Borg and of course transformed into Locutus. Now, as the audience feels the panic begin to rise, the camera zooms in on Commander Riker's face as he grimly gives an order to fire a devastating weapon to destroy not just the Borg, the man that he called Captain for so long. In the first cliffhanger ending for the franchise, there came almost no greater shock to the system than the apparent loss of Picard to the Borg. The move? Well, it was ingenious. It absolutely solidified the fact that the audience would return for the fourth season premiere. Personally, I think it ranks as probably the greatest cliffhanger in the franchise as the emotional weight behind the shock of the scene gives us a nice one-two punch. and. For a moment, the audience really believed that all was lost and Picard was gone forever. However, he was saved from the Borg and he did have scars that remained with him and the franchise to this day. Hold up, what was that?